Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. Alien Zoo. My name is Chris, and thanks for listening. What I have in store for you today is, uh, well, a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. A new one. So right after you spark up a little bit of that goblin green, we can get right into it. And get right into the story that is the Hopkinsville Goblins. First there was scratching and clawing heard on the roof. That's when the two men grabbed their guns and slowly made their way to one of the open windows. The night was so dark, but a streak of light was seen in the sky. The men's families were very frightened. Metallic rattling was being heard from the yard. The men ventured outside, and that's when the creatures emerged. They were about three feet tall, with pointy ears, metallic skin, and clawed hands. The men reacted by shooting the creatures, but they somehow survived the rifle and shotgun blasts. There was one in the tree, and when it was shot, it seemed to float to the ground. During the frenzy of gunfire, the goblins continued peering through the windows. The families quickly gathered what they could, and headed directly to the police station. The Hopkinsville Goblins, also known as the Kelly Hopkinsville Encounter, the Hopkinsville Goblin Case, and the Kelly Green Men Case, was a series of events involving two families and a cluster of small, unidentified humanoid creatures in Christian County, Kentucky, in the year 1955. Now, there were quite a few eyewitnesses to this incident, which included two whole families, made up of 11 people in total, who were actually present during the bizarre encounter. However, there were also a few civilians, who had no relation or connection to either of the two families, who said to have witnessed a part of these strange events as well. Now, out of all of these witnesses, perhaps the most significant were the several local police officers, as well as one state trooper, who saw and heard strange going-ons, including unexplained lights and noises coming from the dark night sky. This has led many to believe that these goblin creatures are perhaps visitors from space. However, this being a show about cryptids, we are going to tightrope walk along the fine line between cryptozoology and extraterrestrial evidence, uh, leaning more more towards uh, the cryptozoology side, obviously. Uh, Going with um, the what if these were actual animals rather than alien life forms. So we're going to treat them as such. All right? Got a problem? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell. All right, so here we go. So on the evening of August 21st, 1955, five adults and six children, 
Okay, yeah, that's 11. All arrived at the Hopkinsville police station, obviously confused and flustered, claiming that small, alien-like creatures were attacking their farmhouse and frightening the children. The adults claim that they have been holding the creatures off with gunfire for, quote, nearly four hours, end quote. Elmer Sutton and Billy Ray Taylor, two of the adults of the group, claim they had been shooting at, quote, 12 to 15 small, dark figures who were constantly peeping through the farmhouse windows and popping up in doorways around the building. Now, this is crazy. The Hopkinsville police were certainly concerned about a gun battle erupting between local citizens that four city police, five state troopers, three deputy sheriffs, and four military police from the nearby U.S. Army Fort Campbell all traveled to the Elmer Sutton's farmhouse, which was near the town of Kelly in Christian County. Now, the only thing anyone could find on the farmland as far as evidence of a cryptid shootout was the numerous gunfire holes in windows and screen doors. But uh, let's, let's go back a bit. I'm going to give you a rundown of who exactly was in the farmhouse at the time of the incident, okay? So the residents of the farmhouse uh, during that night included Glennie Lankford, her children Lonnie, Charlton, and Mary, two sons from a previous marriage, Elmer Lucky Sutton, John Charlie J.C. Sutton and their respective wives, Vera and Aileen, Aileen's brother, O.P. Baker, and Billy Ray Taylor and his wife, June. Uh, I think it's also important to report that Billy Ray Taylor also claimed to have seen, quote, a bright blue light streak across the sky and disappear beyond a tree line some distance from the house, end quote. Um... This claim is a really big factor as to why a lot of people refer to this incident as a UFO and alien encounter, rather than just, you know, a cryptid encounter that we're trying to, to get to the bottom of today. Both the Taylors, Lucky and Vera Sutton, were reportedly on-again, off-again carnival workers that were visiting the farmhouse. The next day, neighbors told two officers that the families had, quote, packed up and left after claiming the creatures had returned at about 3.30 in the morning. Now, the press coverage for this story was huge. The farmhouse family's claims received widespread coverage in both local and national press. And with this, details started to emerge about the odd creatures. Uh, they were described as roughly 2 to 4 feet in height. Various media sources came up with a tweaked version of what these creatures look like. Um, they were reported to have large pointed ears, claw-like hands, spindly legs, and eyes that glowed yellow. Those damn glowing eyes. It's a classic cryptid. Extreme skeptics claim this incident isn't anything more than a group of great horned owls who, drunk off of curiosity, had to poke their heads into this farmhouse, and in return were shot at by drunken adults. While this is certainly hilarious, this seems a little ridiculous. How many animals, let alone birds, will just stand their ground in curiosity if they're being shot at, huh? Well, I asked Jeeves this question online. Joe Nickel a member of the Committee for Skeptical Inquiry, has listed some examples of how this story could be a possibility. 
Now, great horned owls are nocturnal. They fly silently. They have yellow eyes, which in the right light could possibly give off a glowing effect. And they are about two-thirds of a meter tall. Uh, they are known to very aggressively defend their nests as well. So, they're being shot at. They got babies around. I don't know. They'll take a bullet for their chick, I guess. Mr. Nickel also stated that there were numerous meteor sightings that night that occurred, uh, which could explain Billy Ray Taylor's claim of that, remember that blue streak in the sky? But if not owls, and if it's not really an undiscovered creature, well, what's left? A lot of people simply think this over-exaggerated story is a purposeful hoax. However, there are a few things that line up to show that if it was a hoax, it would have been a very peculiar one indeed. First of all, most of the eyewitness accounts remained consistent with everyone else at that farmhouse. All their stories seemed to line up. Um, second, these families never sought out publicity. However, they did start charging people to come onto their properties, but uh, that's just living the American dream. I think that's fine. So, uh, this was the only documented encounter of uh, these creatures, uh, and the case is actually still listed as unexplained. Now, uh, what do I think it was? I think that certain details are being fabricated to make this incident sound a lot crazier than it actually was. Drunk men shooting at a group of escaped monkeys? That would probably get my vote, to be honest. Uh, come on, Kentucky. Let's do a monkey count. Let's see how many you're missing. Anyways, I've always enjoyed this story. I really have. Whatever these beasts were, it was believed that they got themselves into that situation by simply being curious little animals. Right? Like we all are sometimes. And their first interaction with the species called human beings was certainly a terrifying and memorable one. And I don't believe we will see these creatures again. Well, at least not in the southern states. So once again, thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, be sure to join the Alien Zoo next week for more cryptid craziness. We've got a special episode um, in the works. And, uh, you know, like the previous episodes, my name is Chris. And until next cryptid, which may turn out to be an owl, bye. Bye.